From the active, fiery solar plexus, we are thrust into a new and different realm. From the realms of the body and manifestation, we now move into the softer touch of spirit. From the focus on the self and its desires and actions, we embrace a larger pattern and dance our small part within the great web of relationships. We transcend our ego and grow towards something greater, deeper, stronger. As we reach for the heavens, we expand. Anadea Judith. So in our journey through the chakras, we now meet at the level of the heart, Anahata Chakra. Now the themes we're going to explore in relation to this chakra include unconditional love, softness, expansion, balance, integrating mind and body, unity, bigger picture awareness. We'll look at the role of the breath. Now the element that governs this chakra is air. The celestial body is Venus. The gland associated with this chakra is the thymus gland and the body parts that it governs are the cardiac plexus, heart, lungs, thorax, hands, and arms. The bija, or the seed sound, the harmonizing sound for chakra four is yum. Yum, yum, yum. It's kind of like yum, yum, like a good piece of chocolate, right? That's how I remember it. It's like this yummy... Uh, heart medicine. Uh, and then the clearing or resonance sound to clear energy in this chakra is A, as in play. A, 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 A. Anything like that will do just fine. Hello and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and it is my mission to unite the healing arts and modern scientific understanding to bring you practices that will revolutionize your life. I bring you soulful meditations, love notes, visualizations, insights, interviews, and workshop recordings to uplift, inspire, and lead you through your own personal metamorphosis. Let's dive in. Okay, sweet ones, welcome back. Anahata Chakra. So as we rise in our ascent up the chakras, we continue to move into more and more subtle realms. Now this movement into the fourth chakra of the heart is a big jump from the egocentric nature of the lower chakras, the first three chakras. So once we have met our human needs, our need for safety, pleasure, passion, our willpower, once we no longer are distracted with merely surviving, our energy and awareness is free to move into the more spiritual realms and focus on self begins to soften as we expand our awareness to all that is. The heart is the halfway point in our journey through the chakras. 
It is at this point that we really start to see the integration and balance of the heavenly realms and the earthly realm. It is in the heart center that we align the mind and body. The function of the heart chakra is love. This state of love is not a mere reaction to favorable circumstance, as is the love characterized in the second chakra. The love of the Anahata chakra is a state of being. It is a love that radiates from the core of our being. Instead of feeling love in response to our environment, we radiate love and compassion out into the field around us. So we become the source of love instead of reacting to the environment with a feeling of love. When we are centered in the energy of the heart, we start to move beyond our own personal circle of concern and we start to open to the bigger picture. We begin to really see the intricate connections that weave all of life together into a single tapestry. And from this understanding, we gain clarity into how our gifts and talents can be used in service of the greatest good. We are inspired to move beyond ego and grow towards something greater. So this is a really key indicator of the harmony of the heart chakra is this shift from I, me, mine, conquering, doing, achieving to a place of service, a place where you are focused on how you weave in with the rest of the world, how your unique abilities position you perfectly to serve in a way that only you can. So this service becomes a key indicator of the well-being of the Anahata Chakra. Anadeya Judith says, Love can emerge with the deep sense of peace that comes from lack of need, with a joyous acceptance of our place among all things, and the radiance that comes from inner harmony. And I just love that. A joyous acceptance of our place among all things. Now, a harmonized heart chakra is expansive, light, and radiant, but often in response to the pains and traumas experienced throughout life, instead of opening our hearts, instead of moving into this expansive radiance, we actually start to build armor around the heart. Especially when we are children, we sometimes need to adapt to survive the pains of our lives by protecting ourselves. But as we begin to build armor around the heart, we cut ourselves off from our true nature, which is love. We block our radiance and our ability to deeply connect to others and to our own true nature, which is pure love. Physically, we may start to, consciously or unconsciously, bring rigidity into the muscles of the chest, shoulders, and upper back. Connective tissues in these areas tighten and shorten, sometimes even pulling our neck and shoulders out of alignment with our central channel as we fold in around our heart center in an attempt to protect it. 
When the heart center is out of alignment, other centers will be knocked out of alignment too. I love Max Strom has a quote. He says, remember the goal of yoga is not to tie ourselves in knots. We are already in knots. The aim of yoga is to untie the knots in our hearts. So just coming back to that theme of softening the armor and opening to that expansiveness, that radiance, that light. Now, breath is one of the greatest tools that we possess to dissolve the armor we've built around our hearts. Physically, deep breathing brings movement into the rib cage. So it starts to mobilize areas that we have contracted. Mindful breathing with an elongated exhale works to regulate a nervous system that is stuck in a fight or flight mode. And it helps to shift us out of the biochemistry of stress. So our biochemistry moves into this fight or flight mode in response to stress, but mindful breathing with an elongated exhale can shift the biochemistry um, into a state of renewal. So moving out of the physiology of stress supports the thymus gland. So this is the gland associated with the heart chakra and it supports our overall immune system. As we work to harmonize the heart chakra and reclaim the love that is our inherent nature, we move into a physical state of renewal, of wellness, of healing, of expansion. So this breath will change your physiology from a mode that is focused on survival, that is focused on identifying threats and conquering and surviving. It shifts you out of that biochemistry and actually brings you into an internal biochemistry, into a state that is conducive to rest, to digestion, to healing, to creation, to renewal. So that is something that we want to focus on is using the breath to open the heart and harmonize your whole well-being, physical through spiritual. Breath is also a powerful tool in regulating one's mental state. And again, this loops us back to the concept of the heart integrating mind and body. We can work with the breath to harmonize the Anahata Chakra. And as we do so, we are nourishing our physical bodies, regulating our nervous system and nourishing the mind. The heart requires balance, mind and body, inner world and outer world, giving and receiving. And the breath is an exceptional tool to create balance in body and mind. Anadea Judith says, love is not a matter of getting connected. It is a matter of seeing that we already are connected within an intricate web of relationships that extends throughout life. It is a realization there are no boundaries, that we are all made of the same essence riding through time on the same planet, faced with the same problems, the same hopes, the same fears. It is a connection at the core that makes irrelevant skin color, age, sex, looks, or money. More than anything, love is the deep sense of spiritual connection 
the sense of being touched, moved, and inspired to heights beyond our normal limits. It is a connection with a deep, fundamental truth that runs through all life and connects us together. Love makes the mundane sacred so that it is cared for and protected. When we lose our sense of connection with all of life, we have lost the sacred and we no longer care for and protect that which nourishes us. Such a beautiful quote. And I love what she says. I'm going to say it again. Love makes the mundane sacred. Now, with strong themes of love, balance, and relationships emerging from this energy center, we are pulled to look at how we enter into relationship. Particularly, we are encouraged to look at the relationship we have with ourselves. The way you love yourself is reflected in how you show up for and love others. Developing our self-love is essential in harmonizing the energy of the heart. Self-love means that we extend love and compassion towards ourselves that is unconditional. Now, this does not mean that we cease to strive towards improvement. What it does mean, pay attention to this, what it means is that our self-worth and our sense of worthiness does not depend on us becoming some future version we hold in our minds. It means we stop waiting to love ourselves until a certain circumstance unfolds, like we lose weight or we have a child or we reach a certain income level. As we soften our hearts to our own shortcomings and choose to love ourselves without condition, we learn to love others in the same way. When we deny ourselves love and acceptance because we feel we haven't earned it, we unconsciously do the same to others. Instead of allowing others to be as they are, we project an expectation of who they should be and what they should do and so forth. And instead of loving them, we judge and criticize them the same way that we internally judge and criticize ourselves. Self-love and relational love start from the inside and radiate outwards unconditionally. In relating to others, the concept of balance is essential. We have all heard that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You need to balance outgoing energy and incoming energy. Balance is essential. If your energy is overdrawn and not replenished, you are unable to show up for yourself or for anyone else. Showing up for others requires a degree of focusing on yourself. You cannot give your full self away. I'm going to say that again. You cannot give your full self away. You are solely responsible for ensuring that you do not become drained. Giving until you are empty and expecting someone else to fill you up will always lead to resentment. And yet, there is a degree of self-sacrifice that is required in relationships. Again, it's a balance. 
there is some degree of focus on self and some degree of self-sacrifice. Balance is a dynamic process, meaning that you are constantly checking in and adjusting as needed. It's not something you find once and keep the same forever. It shifts with the needs of the times. Now let's look at applied chakra for work. So when the Anahata chakra is in balance, one often experiences boundless love, unshakable love, a love that radiates and does not fluctuate with the changing circumstance or environment. With a balanced heart chakra, you will experience joy. You will have this underlying trust in life. You are tuned into the cosmic picture, so your role within the great tapestry of life, and you rejoice in your work in the world, playing your parts. People with a balanced fourth chakra often experience harmonious relationships and healthy boundaries. They often have healthy heart and lungs and a healthy immune system. Now, when the Anahata Chakra is blocked in such a way that the energy is excessive, it often manifests as the following. So first, we see a lack of boundaries. Uh, These people are giving and giving and giving until they are empty. They are selfless to a fault and lack balance. This often leads to codependence as they try to heal the world or fix others, often people who do not want this help. And this can set a person up to be used and manipulated. Uh, These people often feel a lack of self-love and they feel unworthy. Uh, There can even be a desperation for love and attention. So on a physical level, again, um, this ties into immune system and the whole cardiac plexus. So these people may be a compromised immune system, more prone to infection, and have issues in the heart and lungs. So some suggested balancing practices. One of the best balancing practices for any um, dysregulation in the heart chakra is chanting. Um, bhakti yoga, the yoga of devotion uh, and prayer. Um, Someone with excessive energy in the heart chakra actually needs to develop the first three chakras. So if you remember at the start, I said someone with an imbalance in the heart will 100% have imbalances elsewhere. Um, So these people with excessive energy in the heart, they actually need to develop the first three chakras. They need to establish their groundedness, establish their right to be here, and they need to tap into pleasure and desire and develop their will, their boundaries, their vision. Um, They need to focus on self-love. So again, that comes back to to loving yourself unconditional, not waiting to love yourself until you become some future version of yourself. Yoga and breath work can be really helpful practices for uh, dysregulation in the heart chakra. 
So for this, we're going to be looking at really opening through the heart. And with this excessive energy through the heart, I would also look at strengthening through the chest. We want to create a little bit more containment uh, within the physical body in the chest area because these people, again, are like lacking containment. They're lacking boundaries. So with their yoga, I would look at building strength through the arms, building strength through the chest, through the upper back. Um, breath work, again, really good uh, to help strengthen the nervous system and uh, regulate the nervous system in the heart chakra. All right, so when the Anahata chakra is blocked in a way that the energy is deficient, it often manifests as the following. So these people often will feel resentful, fearful, and they're often very egocentric, very focused on the self. So they may have a little bit of overdevelopment in the lower chakras, and they actually need to open through the heart and tune into a vision beyond just themselves. Um, These people are often very judgmental and critical of themselves and of others. So remembering how we love ourselves is how we love others. Uh, They may have a fear of intimacy and avoid getting close to people. They have a tendency to lash out. And on a physical level, they often have excessive tightness in the shoulders, upper back, and chest. Uh, They may be more prone to cardiac issues, respiratory issues. They may experience difficulty taking a full breath. It's like the breath just gets stuck. Um, They also may have a compromised immune system and be more prone to autoimmune issues. So suggested practices for a deficient fourth chakra. So again, chanting, uh, bhakti yoga, prayer. So this beautiful practice of mantra and connecting to the divine. So again, this person is going to be opening up through the upper chakras and connecting to something beyond themselves. Uh, Forgiveness is an essential practice for someone who has a deficient heart chakra. Uh, Usually they have locked down their heart to protect themselves and they are holding resentment. Um, Massage and self-myofascial release for the upper back and shoulders can be very beneficial for these people. Breathwork practices. um, So for these people, you will typically see that they'll need to elongate that exhale to really calm the nervous system. Um, Selfless service is infinitely helpful for people that are very egocentric, very focused on their own well-being. Any sort of selfless service where they are in the community serving in a way that is not, um, you know, bolstering up their ego or uh, giving them some sort of external reward for their work. This can be very harmonizing and heart opening for them. Uh, And meditation is also a practice that can be very beneficial to harmonize this heart chakra. All right, sweet ones. I hope you enjoyed this brief overview of the Anahata chakra, looking at breath, looking at love, balance, expansion, and unity, this bigger picture awareness. If you have any questions, send them my way. Namaste.